guys welcome back to day nine or welcome to day nine of uncaping unmasking and unhiding i'm cheryl and of course we have natty in the virtual studio with us as well you guys know what shades of strong is all about we are what do we again natty what do we do um <laughs> what do we do girl listen <laughs> what do we do, <laughs> do, do? i've been trying not to say like the whole introductory spiel because these are consecutive episodes and so my assumption is that everybody is listening to all of them so i don't want to do like the introductory spiel every time but our vision our mission our goal is to help is to dismantle the myths and the stereotypes of the strong black woman by creating safe and sacred space for black women to uncape my mask and hide and so that's what this series Sorry, is all yeah. about. Wait, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know why we're oh so gosh, why we're so giggly today, but yeah. <laughs> Anywho. You just got to. You I just guess. you just have to. You just have to. So yeah, that's what Shades of Strong is all about. This series about is a is about is about that journey as well. Like we really want to help our black women get to a place where they don't feel like they gotta be superhuman superhuman or super woman. So yeah, that's right. what we do. And we are on day nine. Yesterday we talked about Cookie Lion and her personality, and we talked about how much we love her because we do. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. likes the sauciness, right? Everybody oh, wants yes. Oh, girl, <laughs> yes. So anyway, we digress again. So today we're going to be talking about Cookie Lion's kryptonite. And before we pushed record, I asked Natty what her kryptonite was. And what did you say, Natty? Well, I mentioned that her kryptonite, and I think it's probably been a lot of Black women's kryptonite over the, you know, from our generation and younger. Her kryptonite or weakness was being the ride or die chick, doing whatever needed to be done, air quotes, holding it down, you know, for her man. And what does holding it down for your man get? Well, not much, because if things go south and something happens, you're going to take the fall for stuff that your man did. And he's going to get off scot-free. And then he's just going to find someone to replace you. And that's exactly what Cookie Lion did. She spent 17 years in prison because she took the fall for Lucius's, Lucius's, Lucius. Anyway. Yeah, I think it's Lucius's. For, uh, yeah. <laughs> for, for his drug dealings. Like she took the fall for that. And she was his ride or die. She spent 17 years in prison. I don't know that I would have done that. I don't know that I, I can tell been. you, I can guarantee you, I would not have done that. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I'm not going to jail for you. Are you kidding? Ugh. But here's the deal. And um, we talked about this a little bit when we were talking about Livia Pope. Experience the experiencing an unhealthy love in your life will make you become the ride or die for yeah, people. That's true. Even to your own detriment. And so if we take right. a look at Cookie Lyons' relationship with her dad, for those of you guys who, who watch Empire, you know that he threw her out of the house because she was involved with I think that she probably took the fall for Lucius because if I don't, then I may lose him. And she had already lost her dad. And so that was an unhealthy experience for her. But that was all she knew. And when that's all you know, then you will end up taking the fall for people. And maybe you haven't been in a place where you actually, air quotes, took the fall and spent time in prison for someone. 
but I'd be willing to bet that you've probably been in an unhealthy relationship and you stayed in it longer than you should have. Oh, yeah. Because I know I have. You probably uh, stayed in it longer. Same. Exactly. And you probably stayed in a relationship longer than you should have. And you probably put up with a lot of abuse that you shouldn't have put up with. You probably did some things that you shouldn't have done, like Cookie did selling drugs. You know, so all those things to keep this person that was ultimately abusing you to stay in this person's good grace. We've all been there. I'd be willing to bet that everybody listening to this episode Mm -hmm. has been in a situation, whether it was romantic situation or just just a friend situation with some of your girlfriends. That you've stayed longer than you should have stayed, and that you put yeah. up with some things that you shouldn't have that you shouldn't have put up with. So the question is, why do we do that? Why do we do that? Why do we allow ourselves to be? And people hate when you say abuse, but let's can we be real about it for a moment? It's abuse. Let's just be real, or it's let's abuse. just be real and continue to be real. That's what it yes, is. Yes, it is abuse. It does not matter. Where it's coming from, you can be emotionally abused by your parent, by your siblings, by your children, your employers, your coworkers. You can be emotionally abused by anyone. By anyone. So, and And this is serious, and it's it's very serious. And this is exactly what happened to Cookie Lion. First of all, she was emotionally abused by her dad, and like I said, in in last week's episode we are not here to blame put blame or shame on anyone because our parents do the best they can they think they're they 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 honestly do think they're doing what's best for us but anyway she was emotionally abused by her dad when he kicked her out of the house rejected her and then she she got it she was already involved with lucia so then she was emotionally abused by him and so when you're thinking about relationships that you are in take a step back and ask yourself why am I allowing this behavior to continue in this relationship? Why am I staying in this relationship when I know that it's unhealthy? Because in your heart of hearts, you know it's unhealthy. That's right. you we, know. All we all do. We all do. Because I'm telling you. We always you, know. We always know. And sometimes I'm ashamed to, to say this, but this is my truth. I stay in an emotionally unhealthy relationship on and off for 10 years, 10 whole years, I was back and forth in this relationship with this person. And so finally, I decided I'm not going to do this anymore because he's never going to choose me. And so I got out of it, but it took me 10 years, y'all. And if we want to talk about prison, I wasn't in a physical that prison. basically is. <laughs> I wasn't in a physical <laughs> prison, but I was, in, I was in an emotional prison. And so all of those things happen, again, because... We don't love ourselves. We don't love ourselves enough to not tolerate the bullshit. Right. We just don't. exactly right. We just don't. And so then we have to go back to our childhood and say, what happened in my childhood to that made me think that I wasn't worthy, that made me think that I wasn't good enough, that made me think that I don't deserve to be loved in a healthy way. What happened in your childhood that contributed to that? I'll tell you what happened in mine. I watched my dad abuse my mom every mm-hmm. weekend. I watched him get drunk every weekend and abuse my mom. 
And I thought that's what love looked like. That's what love is, right? I thought that's how a man showed me that he loved. That's my story. And it, that's that's what happens to us. We mimic what we saw in childhood. And so, again, until we heal those wounds, we are forever going to be somebody's ride or die. Yep. Yeah. And it's not healthy to be it's not healthy to be anyone's ride or die because this whole notion of being willing to die for someone over over things that aren't worthy of of death like you're not putting your life on the line for someone's safety or freedom or you know some really larger issue if it's not something like that, it's not something worth dying over. So you don't want to be, oh, I'm with you. I'm riding with you or I'm dying with you. Oh, absolutely not. Because 99.9% of the time, that person would also not do the same for you. They wouldn't even absolutely consider it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And if absolutely they tell you they not. would, they're lying. They they're would. absolutely I, lying. Girl, they would not. Men who are physically abusive to women, if you hit them one time, they're gone. Listen, <laughs> Listen it's like, oh my Listen, gosh, I can't they're not this way. Exactly. They're not gonna put they're not gonna put up with them. I'll say I'm, and I'm not like, you know, just like clunking everybody into a group, but I'm right, just right, speaking, right. you know, generally speaking. We're just they're, speaking generally. Like yeah, we're saying nine times out of ten. And I'm yeah. very confident in saying it's nine times. I am very confident as well. I am very, they are not going to do that for you. If you are emotionally abusive to a man, he ain't spending 10 years with you. No, he's not. not. He's not doing that. And that's even in in your friendships. I don't want to just make it look like it's it's about men because that's, that's even in friendship. We're not going to do that. Friendships. We're not, we're not going to do that. We're not. I know for me, my tolerance when it comes to female friendships is a lot lower than my tolerance yep. when it comes to the, uh, the romantic relationships. Like I'll put up with right. more in a romantic relationship than I will put up in a, re- in a friendship with one of my girlfriends. She can try me like three or four times and we done. <laughs> we're done. Like we're, we're done. completely done. We're done. And I'm not saying it's like, okay, to be like, more tolerant of one over the other. Right. I, I do think that platonic relationships are every bit as important as romantic Absolute. relationships because Absolute. not everyone is going to be in a romantic relationship. Right. So it's very important to have platonic relationships that are that are healthy and mutually respectful and caring. But it's true if you are in a in a friendship with someone who is emotionally abusing you in some way. And we could talk about all the different ways, but we won't. But if they are doing that and you turned around and either gave them a taste of their own medicine or you just cut them off, watch them play the victim so quick. Like it's very amazing how people who abuse, it's very, it's, it's, it's giving a lot of this energy of, of I can dish it out, but I definitely can't take it. And that's not right because it's, that's already inequitable. There should be a healthy level of reciprocity in any relationship. Saying that again. Yes. So if I'm going to, I'm going to give you what you give me. And if what you're giving me is slime, maybe I will decide, okay, I don't even like slime. So I'm not going to associate with you anymore. 
But either way, you should have the wherewithal, the, the emotional intelligence to understand, hey, if this is the way I'm acting towards someone, I should not be shocked if they return in kind or they stop speaking to me. Like you can't hit someone and then be upset that they hit you back or then try and decide how hard they get to hit you back. That's not how things work. And the reverse as well. If somebody is being emotionally abused. Adorning yourself with the proverbial mask and cape didn't miraculously happen the moment you became an adult. More likely than not, there's a history of trauma dating back to childhood that left you feeling rejected, abandoned, betrayed, and angry. Those emotions don't automatically resolve themselves. As a little black girl, the thing you needed the most was to be seen, heard, nurtured, protected, and loved without condition. When those needs aren't met, you don't get the skills needed to do life as the real you from an emotionally healthy place. If you find yourself in this episode and are ready to start your journey to healing, please consider joining us in the Sister Circle of Healing, a 12-week virtual experience for Black women to gather in a safe and safer space for healing, connection, and transformation. Join us now at shadesofstrong.com forward slash SOS circle. reciprocating the love that you're giving to them, they shouldn't be surprised when you walk away. When you walk away. They shouldn't be. And guess what? You need to walk away. You definitely need to walk away. And I guarantee you, they'll be shocked. And they, I guarantee you, they'll make it out. They'll make you out to be the bad guy because people who abuse on a regular basis are people who have zero self-awareness and they do not take responsibility for their own actions. It's always someone else's fault. It's always somebody else's fault. Nine times out of ten is yours because you brought that mm-hmm. on yourself. If you hadn't done that, then right. I wouldn't have done this. That's how. Now that's listen a, to how that's insane a, that sounds. Uh huh. That's an abuser's <laughs> language. That's an abuser's yeah. language. And so, as we I get should have said insane. I'm sorry. That's like ableist language. I should. I should. Uh, I could have used a different word there, but you know, I apologize. She's sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, I, I, like, I'm serious. I'm trying to. Change. I'm trying. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Doing the work. Yeah, I totally understand. It's changing my language to be to be less harmful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And see, see how that self awareness comes in. Go, Natty. I love to see it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ew, y'all. Like in all honesty, we are. We're doing this because, like, we're laughing and trying to bring, like, some, what's the word I'm looking for here? Trying to lessen the heaviness of the topic because it is a heavy topic. So, yeah, when you hear us laughing, that's not us lessening the the seriousness of the topic. Oh, God, no. No, absolutely not. not. Absolutely not. But, yeah, so, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so, if you are, if you find that you are in a romantic relationship, a platonic relationship, a, a relationship with your with somebody in your family, a coworker or whomever, where you find yourself being the ride or die. Right, right. It's time to get out of that. But we realize that it's not easy because you've it been doing isn't. it. We we realize that it's not easy because you've been doing it for so long. And perhaps you don't know how to get out of it. But if you do not get out of it, you're going to forever be there. <laughs> right, 
Right. Not that is not what I was going to say. My mind went blank. But in order to get out of it, that's what I was going to say. In order to get out of it, you first got to recognize how you ended up there. What experiences, like I asked you earlier, what experiences contributed to you feeling like you've got to be somebody rather die? And then you have to heal that wound. When you begin your journey to healing, you'll find that you're less tolerant of the bullshit. <laughs> you know, right. and, you know, I see, and see, people are quick to say, that love conquers all, but it doesn't. Love makes you more tolerant of the bullshit. And even that love is an unhealthy love that's making you more tolerant of the bullshit. And so in order for us to stop settling for the abuse, in order for us to stop settling for being somebody's ride or die, or being somebody's I'll get to you when I get when I have time, we have to fix those broken places in us, not fix. I hate that word, fix. We have to heal the broken places in us. In yeah, order to yeah. do that, we have to revisit our childhood experiences to see what led us to where we are now. Listen, the only way that love is ever going to conquer all is when we all have, when in whatever relationship we're in, an understanding of what love is supposed to look like in that relationship. And so if we, if we understand that and we're both contributing to that and we're both getting what we feel we need from that and we're able to provide what the other needs, then yeah, that's the only way it conquers. That's this, the only way. A one-sided conquering. Like it has to be, again, a healthy level of reciprocity. It has to be mutual respect. It has to be a mutual level of care. And I'm not saying everyone's perfect all the time. Because that's certainly not the case. You know, someone's picking up the slack when someone else needs it and vice versa. But it definitely isn't going to the slammer for 17 years for someone. That's not it. And it's also not staying in a job where you're being harmed because you think you'll never get another one because you need the money or whatever. And I'm just speaking from personal experience. Being that that person that is like, oh, we need you, you know, because you're one of our diversity pawns or we need you because you're the only one with this skill, but we're not going to promote you or pay you any higher. We need you, but we're not going to show you any respect at the job. Then no, they actually don't need you and you certainly don't need them. That's also abusive. And that's them treating you like you're their ride or die. These are situations where the only thing that you need to be dying for is your own liberation. And the only thing you need to be writing for, or the only person you need to be writing for is you. Two of my daughters just left their job for that very reason. Okay, what? Yes. Okay, I love hearing that. I mean, they got, they got new jobs first. I ain't telling nobody to go quit your job because you right. got responsibility. They got new jobs <laughs> right, first. Right, that's what we're saying. But you got them utility bills. They got to get yes. paid. Yes. <laughs> Two of my daughters left their job. The first one left to, for, another, for another job. And she left because she went in the office and she was working at a daycare. She went in the office, kind of like organizing her room. And the director asked her, you know, what was she doing? And she jokingly said, packing my room up because today's my last day. And so the director looked at her and said, girl, you're not going anywhere. And that offended her that she said that to her because she had she had been working there for like nine years. And so the fact that the director thought she was stuck motivated her to get another job, a better job. Okay. 
Yes. And so she, so like two weeks later, she had found another job. And then my daughter, who also worked at the same daycare, my younger daughter, who worked at the same daycare, they kind of made her feel like that too. And so about a month later, she had found another job. And so I said all that to say this, you don't Mm -hmm. have to settle for people abusing you. That's abuse. My two daughters were probably the best workers that they had at that daycare because they rarely missed a day. And if they missed a day, it was because they really couldn't go to work that day. But they didn't just get up in the mornings and say, I'm not going to work today. They had great work ethic. And my the second daughter who quit, like she would make all kinds of sacrifices for them. And all of it went unappreciated. And I would tell her all the time, you don't need to be doing that. You, you tell them you can work these extra hours. It's okay to say no. And she finally got it. She finally got it. And a lot of times when we're in jobs like that, we stay because we we have responsibilities. And like I said, I'm not telling you to leave your job. I'm saying make an exit plan. If you're being abused, mentally and emotionally abused on your job, make an exit plan. Because you don't have to put up with that. You don't have to be a ride or die for your job, just like you don't have to be a ride or die for your friend or your man or your husband or whoever or whomever he is. You don't have to do that. Period. You don't have to be anybody's ride or die. So that's what we want you to reflect on today. Who are you riding and dying for? If it's not you, please stop. Please stop. Please stop immediately. But again, we know it's not that easy. So if you need support on the journey, please join us in the Sister Circle of Healing. Shadesofstrong.com forward slash SOS Circle, where we will support you in getting the healing that you need so you can stop settling in your relationships, no matter what type of relationship it is, whether it's a work relationship, romantic relationship, a platonic relationship, we will support you on your journey to heal. Because that's what we're here for. That's why we do this work. We want to support you. All right. Anything you want to add, Natty, before we close it out for day nine? I, I don't have anything to add to that. I think we've given everyone, including ourselves, some some good gems to uh, to reflect on. All right, ladies, sisters, and there better not be any men on here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, just kidding. If you are, if there is a man listening, <laughs> I hope you took some gems as well. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Absolutely. That's day nine, y'all. We'll be back tomorrow with day 10. And day 10 is all about the consequences and side effects of being Cookie Lion. Bye. Say goodbye, Natty. Bye, Natty.